0: I was looking for my soul. DJ Chauncey, doctor, gave it back to me. Every night, every night, every night I go. Every night, every night, every night I go. Hi, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to talk sex with dick welcome to today's episode i have so much to talk about on today's episode it's been a rather interesting week last if you remember the last episode and if you haven't tuned into that uh where my partner and i we were in uh we were in new york and we took a flight a last minute flight out to Los Angeles and so I am looking out just to give you guys a description right now I love I absolutely love Los Angeles it's um people are treating the you know there's a lot more room in New York you're stacked on top of each other and Here in Los Angeles, we're at my partner's mother's house. She has hosted us, and his sister is here. And we've just been able to, you know, it's a lot different. You pay about as much for an apartment there, right? Yeah, you get so much more room. We're in a three-bedroom house, and, as you know, it's so nice. The weather is just... Every day, you know, if you're back in Indiana or New York, the time is a three-hour difference. And so it's been a little different, but I've still stayed on New York City time, on Eastern Standard Time. But I wake up at, like, 5 in the morning, get my coffee, go out on the balcony, and just really just enjoy what life has to offer and I hope that you will do the same you know I know it's hard for a lot of people but you know people are social distancing it's a little bit well (laughs) there some people are not social distancing and other parts of the government have opened up but right now uh you know New York says that it is on a they're going to do a soft opening they're going to do a soft opening in uh on the 15th of May. So that will be a really nice way to go back into the weekend, but for all my n- New Yorkers and all my people from the Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, Staten Island and Brooklyn, sending you just lots of love and heat waves from the from the the state here of lovely California, you know we uh went out and it's really nice you know in new york i don't have a car and here you know we drive around and it's so nice to be out with and to hear the birds and just to be able to to be present in life and uh yeah so there's been a lot happening Around the world, you know, this is a very serious virus uh, and it's a very scary time. So I would encourage you if you're struggling right now and uh, if you are just feeling like, you know, the, the anxiety, the depression, the loneliness has crept in to, to realize that this thing is going to be over sooner than we know it and so you know it's uh been a am been holding space for people you know my uh future mother-in-law she made her makeup room in uh los angeles you can have a makeup room and uh i've been able to turn that into a little makeshift office so that's been a lot of fun And getting to spend some time. And in the evening, just being able to go down Hollywood Boulevard and go up to, you know, uh, Hollywood Hills. And so beautiful. I was looking on apartments to see what the difference would be living in an apartment in New York City versus living in an apartment here at the same rate. And oh my God, there are so many options and you know what i may just i'm really considering eventually coming out to los angeles because it is just so pretty here all year round and uh so i absolutely love it I've been eating lots of good armenian Armenian foods lots of good stuff always fed you know Armenian culture they always they always have lots of food you know uh there's a restaurant here in uh Los Angeles there's one in Glendale and I think in Hollywood it's called Carousel and uh it's absolutely amazing so not that they are not a sponsor on this show but I would encourage you if you're in Los Angeles just to go and experience some carousel. That's where uh, Kimmy K. sometimes hangs out. I think she goes to the one in Hollywood. But, you know, it's been really interesting. Uh, My partner's grandmother, she passed away from uh, a COVID-related illness, right? So she was in a nursing home, and we went and paid some respects. And this month is... uh, Armenian awareness, so Armenian awareness uh, the forget-me-not the little purple flower is the awareness for the Armenian genocide and uh, Just to remember to never forget and so when you see a forget-me-not remember that the Armenian people uh, in that time so Yeah, it's been it's been totally nice and I've really enjoyed it been super busy just just know getting projects done and really trying to stay focused wrapping up my semester for the summer for the spring I'm really excited I had a really great group of students uh, you know I teach at a couple campuses in addition to my work as a therapist uh, so it's uh, a lot of fun and uh, you know, uh, the students, I hope that they take forward and move forward with what they have learned. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Great program, uh, at Manhattan College. It's, uh, if you take the one train, which is the train that I used to live on and go up to the last stop. So I used to live, and when I lived in Washington Heights, I took the train all the way up to to 191, but 242 is the last stop, and that is right in the Bronx. But they are called Riverdale. It's very beautiful. The campus is very beautiful. And actually, speaking of the word beautiful, a beautiful mind was uh, shot at Manhattan College. There's a ton of um, there's a ton of movies that have been shot there. Um, but yeah, a shout out to the, to the department of mental health and counseling, love them. And I'm excited to have a little break so I can kind of, you know, I'll be teaching in the summer, but I'm really excited. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, we did an episode on the plane, my partner and I, and it was the Mile High Club. Um, it was great. We had a really great time just, uh kind of doing that uh it was interesting never did that we might do one on the way back to just talk about how we survived the quarantine in uh in Los Angeles so there's tons of great things to do and I think that that's the part of it is you know going for a walk you know we're still wearing our mask uh the Americana and Glendale it's a wonderful little shopping center we walked over there. It took about an hour and a half to walk over there and it was, it w- or there and back. And, you know, I've just been uh, catching up on some good TV. Started watching the, uh, the Scientology uh, with uh, uh, Leah Remini. I've been watching that. It's really, really good. That is a good show. I mean that's so interesting. Uh, so Leah, if she wants to come up on my show uh and talk about Scientology and you know, uh and I did a little research and um, you know, Scientology from what I can read, they're not too uh they're not too affirming of the LGBT, okay? So uh just a warning out there folks uh if you are lgbt and thinking about scientology unless and if somebody wants to come on from the church of scientology uh i'm going to be and i'm going to be in the area for 2 weeks so yeah so it's been a absolute tons of fun just being here in uh los angeles and being able to just really take a step back and as I look out my window, I can see the tip of the mountain. Uh, I think I'm on the east side of Los Angeles. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little area. So uh, if you're out here, come visit Glendale, California. Uh, and uh, if you see a forget-me-not, just uh, remember the Armenian people. So Okay, so I have got been getting some questions. But first off, I had a gentleman um, who who I won't I'm not gonna name, um, but so cute. He called me yesterday, and I and I'm gonna just walk through this story. So we're gonna call this this guy mac from michigan uh so mac called me uh i don't know why i came up with that name i always come up with uh names and he called me and he said in all seriousness i thought i was getting a kind of a prank call and he said he sounded like a distinguished gentleman uh and he he said you know I'm, i'm i'm really i'm really scared um and I want to know if it's okay if I can have sex with my wife with COVID. And I, at first I didn't, you know, uh, when somebody calls, I, I was a little taken off guard. That's the first time generally people write in. But, you know, uh, so and, and this is uh, Max question. I told him to, to write in. And... Uh, His question is, is does this virus that we are experiencing have an effect on sexual activity for a marriage grown to 44 years, young? Well, Mac, as I'm just going to walk through the story. So Mac calls me and asks me this question, you know, can him and his wife have sex? And, um... You know, I, I was asking about the work that he does, and he is an essential worker. And I said, have you and your wife been separating? And he says, no, we sleep together every night. He's just wanting to, to have some, some sex. And uh, I said, well, do you, do you kiss? Do you kiss each other? And uh, he said, yes, every day. And I said, okay. Well, I think that if you're kissing each other, that it's okay to to um, be having sexual relations. He asked about using condoms, and you know, so somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a respiratory illness, right? So, uh, and I said sir you have fun knocking the boots and uh him and his wife have been married he's they've been married for a very long time 44 years that's an absolute long time to be married and you know i hope that i will have a marriage that long 44 years 44 years is the a long time you know uh that's longer than i've been alive and uh You know, it sounds very similar to my parents who have been married for about 40 years, yeah. My oldest sister, I'm 39, 40, 41, 42, 43. Yeah, about the same. So they've been married and they love each other and he just, I thought it was sweet. He just wanted to protect his wife and he was concerned. But Mac from Michigan, I hope that you know that Unless, unless you've been exposed, right? So if you've been exposed and you know that you've been exposed, right? So we take precautions when we're, you know, when I was in the airport, there wasn't anybody there. But taking precautions in the airport and, and uh, when you come home, washing your hands, wearing masks. But if you guys are kissing and sleeping together, laying next to each other every night. I think it's okay. I think you get a free pass on this one. So Mac from Michigan, you have an absolutely fun time exploring sex with your wife, and you know. Uh, but that was cute. I was I uh, you know I said Mac, you just have a good time. That's not his real name, but that's the name that I have given him today. So, uh, I told him to write in and, uh, happy 44 years of love and sex and vitality. Maybe I'll have Mac on the show. I'm going to, after, after I, uh, I told him, uh, tune into the podcast that I was going to answer this question, but I'm going to, um, I'm going to send him the link to this and say, you know, uh you have this question i'm sure other people have this question so um yeah so i got a couple questions uh the first one feeling saddened in manhattan says uh, i'm struggling here to uh, and just feeling isolated in new york city the city is dead and it just seems like there is nowhere to escape my partner and I find we are fighting nonstop. Uh The first few weeks seemed like everything was going great. And now it just feels like we are at each other's throats. Everything he says uh, to me feels personal. I'm just wondering if this will change. Feeling saddened in Manhattan? Well... You know, I think that this is, this is a very, for saddened in Manhattan, this is a very difficult time for not just you, but a lot of people. And I think a lot of people are really going through this time where they're really feeling the sense of frustration. And you know, there is something about being around your partner too much. There's a reason most people do not work together right Uh, most people most couples do not uh they have separate friendships they have things going on but it's a little it's difficult you guys when when you are sitting in an apartment most apartments are one-bedroom apartments and if you have a two-bedroom apartment that's a luxury But even then, just being able to be around each other, you know, and uh, a lot of, you know, I have couples that I'm working with and, you know, uh, they're experiencing, it's really a strain on the relationship. And so I think it's important to, you know, the weather's getting nicer out that um, there's something about getting out of the house and being able. And what I'm telling people is to leave your home in the morning, go for a walk Um, you know, uh, take a cup of coffee with you, just make sure you're, you know, using sanitizer and all those things and, and just, uh, being able to find an, an, you know, a way to separate. A lot of people are feeling very isolated right now and I wouldn't take it personal. I would not take it personal what your partner is saying. You know, I always say, is it climate or is it weather? And this, uh, what I mean by that is, climate is something in California, it's always hot. Whereas the weather, it may rain every now and then, but this is, may feel like climate, but this is really weather. And I think the important thing is, is, you know, I've been getting a lot of calls lately for people that have been wanting to come in for couples therapy. Uh but the and I would encourage you to do that because, you know, it's hard. I was having a very hard time getting a little I was experiencing a very similar thing and it was, you know, we with the moment we landed, it felt like all that stuff that we were experiencing, all that irritation is that was not normal, right? And so I think it's important just to kind of call call it what it is and to know that this is know this is not forever but this is something that will change uh over time so um so i hope that was helpful to you feeling saddened i hope you are now feeling happy in manhattan uh the second question from somebody wrote in uh they said what's love got to do with it and in ohio sad I'm feeling sick of it I recently found out my partner of two years has been cheating on me and one night last week when he went to sleep he left his phone out curiously curiosity got the best of me and I found uh, Grinder downloaded on his phone let's just say that his conversations were more than friendly he was sending, uh, and excuse the language, cock and aspects to some dude in Cleveland. I suspect there was something going on, but this only confirms what I was thinking. Just wanting to, to vent about what's going on. Then that is from What's Love Got To Do With It in Ohio. Well, you know, I am sorry that you are going through that and that you had to find out that way. Uh, You know, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, it's it's very disruptive when we find out the person that we... um, the person that we love and we care about and where we find out something like that. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, this is, uh, this was sent, uh, a while back ago, but, and I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to it uh, sooner, but, um, you know, I think if, uh, you're in the situation you feel like, uh, you know you have to ask yourself do I want to stay in this relationship with this person and this is more than just uh, a situation of uh, them on Grindr uh, this is more of a situation of m- not having that conversation uh, but I also want to make um, kind of an awareness to and to bring some awareness to the idea that um just cuz this person was sending messages does not mean that they have um been engaging in any behavior right uh, any life threatening behavior Uh, and I don't know, I would recommend having a sit-down conversation, and if you need to find a a therapist in your area, you can go on Psychology Today, and there's lots of couples therapists, or, uh, you know, uh, if after listening to this, uh, you need a recommendation of a therapist, I can try to reach out to people in my network. I, I know quite a few people who may be able to help you out with this situation um but that's I'm sorry uh you know uh th- it's about being the I'm not going to make the assumption that the person's been stepping out but you know uh because we don't want to make that assumption but you feel violated and you have the you that is perfectly understandable uh you know Uh, but you have to ask yourself, do you love this person? Do you want to stay with this person? And if you do, to understand and to acknowledge what the feelings are behind this experience. So often we can get caught up in our feelings, and uh, I would find somebody who specializes, who's queer, LGBT-friendly, but also uh, somebody who... um, somebody who uh can focus on infidelity uh for the folks back home in good old indiana uh thank you for being one of my strongest listening groups you guys are close i think right under uh new york right so um Grinder and I've talked about this before, but Grindr is a kind of a hookup app, and you go on there, and, you know, I don't think it's for making friends. I think some people will make friends, and they have made friends, but I think a lot of times those apps are, you know, for people who like to feel some sort of connection sexually, right?, and not all people, just because they get on those apps, are engaging sexually. And if they are, you know, everybody is a kind of free agent. So, you know, uh, I would just encourage you to what's love got to do with it in Ohio to just, um, you know, uh, to, to allow yourself to really ask that question And answer that question for yourself. Is this a relationship I want to be in? Is this something that I can forgive my partner about? And so on and so forth. And, you know, again, I would recommend uh, if you're not able to deal with that, uh, uh, maybe it's time to see a therapist. But this could also be explored. Do you guys want to open up your relationship? If you want to open up the relationship, you know, I would... Uh, you know, I always say that opening up a relationship is never good when there's issues that are present. And because, you know, sometimes uh, it's, uh, you know, it can be difficult. So I would encourage you, if you need, need uh, help, uh, to reach out to myself or go on to, like, Good Therapy or Psychology Today and to find a good couples therapist for you and your partner. Best of luck to you both. Um, the next listener uh, wrote in, uh, said, uh, this is uh, contemplating divorce in Washington. They said, I want to get a divorce. This is not, uh, I think I want to get a divorce. This is what... This this is I want to get divorced asap. Uh, my asshole of a husband had the brilliant idea of maxing out fifty thousand dollars credit cards without me knowing. The other day, I got a call from the lovely folks over at Capital One, and it's so bad that I'm wondering how this is going to be fixed. He's unemployed due to the pandemic he gets unemployment, but he doesn't have enough to pay uh, off these credit cards. I knew he had uh, credit card debt, but I didn't know it was this bad, but it is contemplating divorce in Washington. Oh, well, I I don't want to judge. Lots of people get into credit card debt, and we don't know those situations, but, uh, it sounds like, uh, Maybe he had put you on there as a reference. Uh, You know, you got a call um, from them, uh, from good old Capital One. I used to see those commercials. But now you guys got $50,000 in credit card debt, and he is unemployed. I'm not sure what job he had before them, but lots of people are unemployed. The bigger issue is money is a huge issue. And money isn't everything, but the way that we uh, talk about our finances is the way that we talk about sex. Um, You know, when I'm doing family and divorce mediation, I oftentimes, money is the hardest thing. And so there's, uh, there's kind of four things when we look at uh, debt, right? Uh, You can make more money. You can or when we look at money, you can make more money, spend less, going go into savings, or go into debt. So again, there's four options uh, that people have. They can make more money, spend less, go into their savings, or go further into debt. And the thing is is that, I, Financial health is important, and I don't claim to be a financial health specialist, right uh, But I do see that the symptom right is that people didn't know how to talk about their finances and this is difficult for a lot of people. This is very difficult. And I think that it's important when we are um, when we're looking at debt, you know, the, it's probably seems much bigger. First, $50,000 is a lot in credit card debt. And the thing is, is that you were probably contacted uh, because, you know, you, you are associated with them in some way. Maybe they put your name down. You know, credit card companies have an amazing way of, you know, uh, getting other people's information. But, you know... Uh, you're pissed right now, uh, and you are thinking about divorce. And no, you want to get a divorce. And I would say there's a couple things. Uh, do you really want to get a divorce? If you do, and this is like a deal breaker for you, uh, I would say that you can do divorce mediation. You can go through a court system. You can do all those things. But ultimately. Uh, we have to ask ourselves, is this shared debt, right? And, uh, you know, uh, and maybe if you want to, like, if, I don't know, was it under your name, then you're financially responsible. There's all kinds of things. Is it marital debt, right? Um, do you have assets that you can, you know, all those things. And so before you get into all that, um I would ask yourself, what is the real feeling behind this experience? What is that feeling? What are you feeling when you found out that your partner had $50,000 in credit card debt? What did that feel like? It's something to think about. Because it's more about the feeling did you feel that you were being lied to did you feel that there was like is it similar you know like is it about feeling like financial insecurity let's just let's just map this out right now because that is what we need to address I would recommend, and I have somebody that I could recommend to you who I work with, um, who I've worked with in the past, and they do, um, you know, financial health and awareness, um, you know, and they help people who are in these situations get out of these situations, you know. Oftentimes, though, when people are going through divorce and they're sitting at my office and they're saying it's the money of how much debt do they have. And most people do do not have enough money to now live. This does not sound like a I have a two thousand dollar credit card that I went out and bought a refrigerator with. This sounds like an accumulative problem that has been going on for some time. And. It sounds like maybe what your partner was doing, and I've seen this in the past, people will pay off th- their credit cards, so they get, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars or, you know, twenty thousand dollars. They'll pay off the minimum balance and then they go in and they use the credit card to live. And I would see about getting maybe talking to somebody. I am not a financial advisor but I would talk to somebody about the smart thing maybe to see what can you do with this. $50,000 is a lot. $10,000 is a lot. $5,000 is a lot. I do not have credit cards. I have student loans, which those are a lot, and please, Congress, I'm going to knock on whatever I can knock on I'm going to knock on wood maybe they will lower the interest rates but you know is this how long has this debt been going on is this debt I was just thinking about is this debt before you were married because that's something to consider had they had this debt prior to you getting married how long has this been going on How long have they been unemployed i mean it's bad and they're gonna start calling and you know when people don't have um when they don't have guidance uh when they don't have you know it's all these things and so i would recommend before stepping out of the door before packing the suitcase before filling all those things that you are filling i would just say like talk to somebody financial but also i think it's important that you uh talk to your husband and they may be in such a hole there's a this filling an experience with shame they may feel a lot of shame surrounding the way in which they use and experience money so that's my advice talk to your husband if you need somebody to talk to um you may need to see a couples therapist i you know this may be an issue but uh it sounds like you're pretty pretty gung-ho about uh, leaving the relationship and uh divorces are expensive and you need to find out you know was. what wh- you need to find follow the debt. And th- as I say, I always follow when did the debt begin? How long has it been? Is there any connection to you financially? Um, you know, who's responsible for that debt? So, you know, sometimes, and I've seen it, I used to work at, I used to work at a little this little grocery store and uh, I'll tell this little story. and I used to set uh, it was a mire. And they're like a grocery store and uh I'd sell those little credit cards and they get a ten percent off their first purchase. And I would see these spouses come in and oh my god, they would say, I'm gonna use my spouse's credit card or their social security number. Okay. So and I would just say, oh, my God, what is going on here? Why, you know, it's important to realize what's going on. What is happening? We need to have this conversation. Okay, so, all right. The next person, she's uh, she's a little fearful, folks. And we are going to handle this with care. Uh because this is, this is a sensitive issue on not just one, but multiple levels. Uh, this, wrote, this listener, they wrote in, they said a few week weeks ago, I slept with a guy I met at a bar, and guess what? I'm pregnant. I come from an extremely religious family, and I go to church myself. I don't want to get an abortion as it goes against everything I believe in. I'm not really showing right now, but I wonder what I should do when I do. I feel like I, I can't show my face in public, let alone at my church. I need some guidance contemplating abortion. In Minnesota contemplating abortion mm mm it does sound like there's uh a few things um and I support your decision right your body your choice you know uh and uh it's it's hard this is uh this is hard and also you live in a in the, in the midwest Right, people are judgmental, right? And it doesn't sound like um, Minnesota is a uh, well. Lots of places people have opinions about things like abortion, uh, and they have opinions about what they would do in X, Y, Z situation. But until you walked in that space, you don't know, right? And it sounds like you want to have this child, and that's okay, you know. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, what is it that is important to you? Um, You know, I grew up in a home where uh, my father is a minister, a lovely guy, right? But in that home, I didn't feel like I could be my authentic self until later. They had a lot of growing to do. There's probably lots of fear of judgment, you know. And uh, there's uh, lots of fear. Lots of fear here. It sounds uh, it sounds difficult, but this would be my kind of, my guidance. I don't like to say advice, because advice is like something like uh, your friend gives you. But the guidance that I would provide... In this situation, because you did ask for some guidance, is that living your best authentic life, right? I believe in appointments, and I believe in purpose, and I believe that things happen for us for reasons. And this has happened in your life, and this is really a time to take joy. Uh, And, you know, you didn't mention the guy or, you know and you are you are an independent strong woman get your beyonce out right you're and put in that get beyonce out put in that lemonade album and and imagine yourself in that yellow dress in that video right okay uh imagine yourself in that video right um or just put on the whole album right And just envision and empower the inner Oprah within you. And I think it's important to realize that you are a powerful woman who is in control of the situation. Nobody can make that decision for you. I can't make the decision, but it sounds like you're kind of on that track to make that decision for yourself. And not to allow others to make that decision for you. And so... I want to say to you that I, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for being able to just be present with yourself. And if anybody, anybody in any church, your family, anybody is going to judge... They need to take that judgment, right? And I want you, again, to envision, I don't know if you saw that video with uh, Beyonce in Lemonade where she takes that bat and just, like, crushes it, right? I love that video. I feel like I need to to re-listen to Lemonade. It's been a while, but I just feel like it's important. It's important to know who we are. And the story is, is that your life is soon going to be filled with love. And I would be even more happier if you named the child Richard because, you know, I'm a great guy, right? And, uh, you know, uh, it's a, it's a great name. But you don't have to. Again, it's your choice. And you've made the choice to have that child. And so... For you, listener, I just uh, just want to let you know that uh, I'm here for you. And uh, the we are here for you as a community. And I know this was written a while back ago. Um, and there was just uh, not to say your question isn't important, but I was off schedule. I'm trying to post these once a week. So, you know, I'm in the process. Uh, it's all a process, so... I would encourage you, listener, to get your inner Beyonce. Just get get that. I'm gonna post that when I post the description. To post that mm-hmm. video when I post Beyonce, I'm gonna find that video so that you can you can really fill and envision that. And it doesn't. S- it sounds like you are an independent woman, and it sounds like you know the thing is is the church can be very hurtful, and. You know, let's just have everybody take the stuff out of their closets, and 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 just to bring it to church and to let everybody show where you're going to be wearing your truth, wearing your truth, while well, most people are hiding from theirs. So, I hope for you to again just get in with that inner Beyonce girl. We're here for you. The community is here for you, and uh, anybody else who's going through something similar to know we wear our truth. We don't hide our truth. So, okay, so a few uh, just um, a few things that I wanted to kind of just go over. New York City Pride. We had Pride World Pride last year was hosted in New York City, and this year's Pride it is canceled. I am like, oh, my God. Like, what does that mean for it to be canceled? That means there is no parade, folks. You know, there's going to be no, there's not going to be any performers. There's not going to be anything. And I think Indianapolis Pride is canceled, and I loved Indianapolis Pride. I uh, like if you've ever been to New York Pride, it's great when you're in your twenties, but when you're my age, you know, I'm sounding old here, but you know, it's um it can be a little overwhelming you know, you're walking down, you know, in the village, there's all these people sweating, they're drinking these things, these little, these little drinks, I I forget what they're called, um, oh, a nutcracker, um, which is, like, a bunch of liquor and a thing that you can buy off the lady on the side of the street, okay, um, but it just, and last year, it was so much. I was just like, oh, my God, it's too much. I need to. But when I was in my 20s, you know, I uh, we would go to Indianapolis Pride, and it was nice because it wasn't so big. But, you know, it was a nice experience, I think, when it gets too big. But it's okay. Pride is in our hearts, folks. New York City Pride is here, and we are going to keep it in our hearts, whether you are in Los Angeles, whether you are in Indianapolis, whether you are in the Big Apple, right, or the Small Apple. Wherever you are, pride is in your heart, right? And so, you know, we can still celebrate. It's just not going to be as big, right? Every year I want to go on the Dyke March, right? Um, And I'd never do it. And I'm pretty sad because I was going to go there because I felt like it would be smaller. But, you know, I'm. it's exciting. It's an exciting time, you know? And But I don't think that will be happening for a while, which I'm okay with. You know, I'm going to miss going to a concert uh, for a while, but that's okay, that's okay, but I'll just be glad when I can get back on that subway, and ride, you know, to to Midtown, and visit my lovely, uh, my office, there's a little place called, uh, what is that place called, Uh, Bread and Butter, I just love the folks in there, I hope that, they're probably still open, because it is like an essential job, but I'm just so excited, folks to get back to real life but uh all right well I hope that everybody has been taking care of themselves you know Uh, and it's important to feel like we are connected in our community and that you know we're not feeling that feeling of being overwhelmed left out and alone so you know it's important I called called my friends uh Donnie And uh, we were just catching up, you know, and, uh, you know, even though we're in the same state, he's in San Diego, I'm here in New York, you know, I'm going to hold off on that one, so maybe we'll do a virtual happy hour or something just to connect, it was so good talking to him, so... His name is Dirty D. And I'll tell this story, and then I'm gonna. So, my friend Donnie, I met him. Well, I was friends with somebody else, and I met him. And, uh,. You know, we met him, I went to the JMCC, the Jesus Metropolitan Community Church in Indianapolis. Very nice community of people. It's the gay and lesbian church. And we went, and Donnie, you know, we used to always, in our 20s, you know, Donnie was, he was 20 when I met him. And poor guy, we would always go to the club. Uh, we'd, We'd leave, and he just, he couldn't, he never got a fake ID. And we played by the rules, so he never got a fake ID. Um, So, but then uh, I was seeing somebody, and it it was like straight out of Sex in the City or whatever movie. Uh, You know, I was making out with this guy in this car. Again, mind you, I was in my early 20s. Um, Making out with this guy in front of Talbot Street Bar and Lounge. And he wanted me to leave my friend, Donnie. And I said, I'm not going to leave my friend, Donnie. He said, Donnie's dirty. And I was like, Donnie, d- 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 dirty Donnie. <laughs> he was he was calling my friend, d- dirty Donnie. So I said, well, whatever, I'm going to leave. So I got out of the car. I mean, it was like something out of a movie. And, uh, yeah, it was so much fun, and so his little nickname that we gave him is Dirty D, so I miss him, I talked to him today, so even though he's in San Diego, we are still, you know, we, we're we not gonna see each other, we're gonna hold off and remain in that social distance, and, you know, it's a, it's a good time, so, Donnie, just, uh, it was good talking to you this morning, so... All right. Well, um, if you have a burning question or you want to call, like Mac from Michigan, uh, feel free to do so. And uh, thank you, Mac. Maybe I'll have you. I would love to talk with Mac about being on the show and talking about his love of 44 years. I always love those stories. Maybe I'll find a way to call him and have him come on the show. And I told him he's, the, you know, he's the, a very distinguished man. So I hope him and his wife have, a, you know, they have a good time. So if you have a question or would like to be a guest on the show, you know, we're, we're going to do, you know, let me know if you've got a story. Uh, Let me know and we can do it virtually and I'm, I'll have to do it. I'm doing this with a microphone here at the moment, but... I'm really excited, so... Yeah. So, how exciting. Uh, The music that you heard today is... uh, The song is 53 Christopher Street, and it's produced by uh, Chauncey DJ Chauncey D. Check him out on the... uh, on the Instagram, uh, if you go to thehouseofdandridge.com, so feel free to go and check him out. And so it's him and Van Hector. Feel free to check out Van. He is an amazing producer, so lovely, for allowing me to use uh, 53 Christopher Street. Please make sure you go in and download it on Spotify, iTunes, I'll post the link below, so, alright guys, until next time I'll see you and uh, I'll see you uh, in, well in New York City, so alright you guys, it's been a great time and, uh, I will talk to you later uh, take us out boys, have a good one again, you've been listening to Todd Sucks the I saw you coming in, I saw something in your eye I remember asking, asking myself who's that guy I knew that I could help you, find your spirit back In my tooth created in your heart of love attack 53, Christmas tree come on damn it, do you feel the heat 53, Christmas tree.